0: Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate, a dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration.
1: My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years, and when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Blackened Whiskey, and
2: Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project.
0: We all came up with a vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81, Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio.
3: One that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro.
0: Full bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. A wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they're all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar.
1: This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced
3: cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking
0: experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate.
4: And now, from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. <laughs> <laughs>
5: and the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm way too close to my camera. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There is our co-host. Wrong way, Randy! Pull the delt. There's our co-host, Randy what's, Griggs. What's
3: the name of your new studio?
5: Yeah, we, we're coming to you live from... Mm-hmm.
3: Question mark?
1: Uh, let's go uh, with uh, the remote Lot B um, scenario. we'll work on that. Lot we're, we're, B, it the he's a, he's
2: warehouse.
1: A, yeah. Ooh, yeah we're, lot we're B, the, the warehouse. That's
5: good. Yeah, Randy's coming to you from Lot B, the, the Lot B warehouse. I'm uh, comfortable, uh, Randy, uh, a little brisk here in Crystal Lake Studios. Um, I'm happy to be back. I feel like I haven't done a show in a while. Like, Did we do one last week? You weren't here, right? Or I wasn't here? Somebody wasn't here. No, we did. We we did. Oh, no.
1: Nobody you, was here. A, you wanted to was...
3: have Valentine's Day. I like did. A
1: little. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you you, you want to hear something super random. So we didn't have a Flavor Odyssey show. Um, and as a result, I'm out of town um, for work. And I'm sitting at my desk at like seven o'clock at night, and I check into Dojo Verse, and I see Eric has pinned a comment that he's gonna go live at the top of the hour, just for S's and G's. And so I I texted in. We had a show in our time slot last week, Rob. It wasn't Not Flavor right, Odyssey. We did, We're, Randy.
2: We had a we, good time what we, too.
1: Yeah. What do we call it, Scott? It was the Lonely Hearts. Uh, the Lonely
2: Hearts Club. That's cool.
5: The Lonely Hearts Club. It kind of looks like Matt's a member of that club right now.
2: <laughs> oh oh oh! oh, oh I was too close to me. I feel weird. <laughs> Did you give me that uh, on his uh, Watch out!
5: Now. Watch it's
2: out! Sticky. Why is it sticky?
5: It's uh, it's a family show, guys. Come Jeez. on! I'm talking eesh. about the uh, drink. There's syrup in, in, in it. I mean, seriously, it happens. It happens. Um, no, yeah, we we I, we. I wanted to take last week. I figured most people would like to enjoy uh, uh, Valentine's Day dinner or with their significant other, hang out. Dana and I don't really do Valentine's Day, but we just use it as an excuse to have like a really nice dinner and drink like a bottle of champagne. And I wanted to have a really nice dinner and drink a bottle of champagne. The uh, the downside is that uh, Dana was sick, so uh, we didn't have a good dinner or champagne. So, so you canceled so the understand. show
1: and didn't take your wife to dinner? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Wow, well, this is, I
5: I was just a terrible <laughs> terrible person that. last week. It was, okay, it was so, so riddle
1: me this can can we get a can we get an early pull up, uh, Jordan, really? uh, Michael's yeah Michael Z. So I I started the week. So obviously I'll I'll tell the story about why I'm not in my studio, but, um, but in the I started night. the week. <laughs> uh, yeah, there there you guys will be hearing forklifts and possibly kegs falling trains. Um, uh there's definitely going to be a train or two during the show tonight mm-hmm. um the uh but but when i first got on here and did a little bit of testing that clearly not nearly enough with uh jordan uh, on monday uh first thing i said was i look like i'm uh, a hostage and michael z just said i need better lighting because i look like i'm in a closet which is fair i'll take that but as i look here at the screen rob i'm not sure that your lighting is any better
3: No, I'm Um, I'm on the master screen and Rob's lighting's
5: (laughs) fine. (laughs) My lighting, my lighting feels great. Uh, You you look you look slightly jaundiced. Yeah, I'm gonna work on that. um, I didn't. Yeah, but but other than that, I think we're
4: before the show. We're we're we're, we're good.
5: Jordan is okay. So here here's the whole story, guys. We're pulling the curtain all the way back. We're just unbuttoning and unzipping the whole thing. Uh, Rand- Randy is, is uh, not in his studio. He's filming from somewhere else. He was supposed to be on like an hour ago. He showed up like 15 minutes ago. Jordan, and he was clearly stressed. Now, when Randy's stressed, he's huffing and puffing. The last thing you want to do is give him a hard time. Although, he seemed to accept it from Jordan, but for me, it always like, he always wants to fight. I'm not really <laughs> sure what that's about. We can unpack oh. that on another episode, but... So, I'm warning Jordan, now's not the time. Leave him alone. Let him catch his breath. So, he's fiddle farting around with the (laughs) camera and all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, And it was like within seconds uh, that before we went live, even though we went live a little bit late, uh, that Randy got set up. So, he was a little bit flustered. Jordan has been. uh, Ribbing him. Yeah, yeah. You're you're a little. Jordan's a little
1: a little upset so, um, I'll will t- tell you it made it so much we better were. I was able to I was able to put up with Jordan so much better that you came to my defense the way you did pal that, that it really matters to me that you that you supported me as a as a man oh, in wow. in time me. of need right right then and uh,
2: I, I, <laughs> I, I I I feel a little better now
1: I, I yeah we're that's rocking. better no, no that's better thank that's you better. thank
2: you yeah, yeah. I I, I you noticed-, noticed succeeds with not saying a manly word in anything <laughs> for the last two sentences <laughs> <laughs> you know I, and i kind of right.
1: feel like you should be supporting me as a man as well scott
2: <laughs> yeah that's not gonna happen brother <laughs> you too this this like that's See, not our relationship Matt. what's the
3: pole you want me to put up
1: oh who's got better lighting <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Yeah. all right,
5: all right.
4: I don't think well now that yours not. is
5: fixed Uh, So we're off to a great start. Uh, If you're uh, still watching, um, I've noticed that number has dipped a little bit. Uh, Understood. Understood. We fully get it. Uh, If you're still watching, go ahead and hit that share button. If you're watching live on YouTube, uh, share the show in your feed. That helps uh, some new folks find us. Uh, And now that that part's over, we're cool with them finding us. Uh, If you're watching live on the YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell, hit the little finger thing. And uh, And, um, we appreciate you guys tuning in there, uh, watching live as well. Are we listening on uh, X. Are we still doing X? Is that a we're thing? We're doing still? X. We got boom. A... We're still we're still doing it. If you're Xing along we've with us, we've got three Xers. We're, uh, we're, not,
2: we're, we're on X. Uh, doing X is a whole other show. It's a whole. <laughs> it's a a separate. other experience. We have three. It's, they don't three even they Xers. don't even
5: call it that anymore. Yeah, that's how that's how out of that's date how we old are. We are. What do they call? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's nah. Something else. It's a thing. It's it's a thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you're watching live on X, cheers. Welcome. Uh, thanks for joining. Uh, give us some comments uh, if you're listening on a podcast thanks for tuning in appreciate you uh, give us a five-star review leave a comment helps people find us it keeps us on the airwaves randy uh, if you're pairing along with us in the audience don't forget use hashtag pairing uh, jordan will read those at the end and uh, you know the winner is going to get bragging i, th- I think everybody here's a winner honestly if you're here you're pairing along with us you're winning like that's that's what i think yeah everyone's winning but uh uh, somebody will, will get bragging rights for the rest of the week, uh, Randy. I don't know if you're checking your email or if your face froze or what. Uh, but we are what are we? What number is the cigar that we're smoking this week? Is this number thirty on the list or twenty nine? We at twenty nine. Randy, I think we're at twenty nine. I think we're at twenty nine, and we are smoking. Uh, we're smoking cigars from. I think Randy's having a hard time, so uh, we'll. I'll try to focus on my own screen. Uh, we are smoking cigars from. Uh, Oveja Negra is the uh, the the brand, and that's like the. That's the umbrella company, if you will. Right? Although, whenever you say umbrella company, it makes me feel like you're doing something shady. Like you, <laughs> uh, if you're an umbrella company, like you, you're you're laundering money somewhere. Uh, but uh, Ovendeira is in the
2: horror genre, the Umbrella Corporation.
4: You know, I, you'd I like it. be like, you know, Evil, uh, you be doing uh, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil you yeah. You know. Oh yeah.
5: Plan. You know, I never, I was never a big video game guy, so I never quite got into it. They made movies, and good. I didn't, I didn't watch the movies. <laughs> they, they, I may they, have watched the they first weren't one. Good movies. They, yeah, they, that's what
1: I heard. I mean, they
2: weren't good. They weren't good. The, you're right. They,
1: they there wasn't Mila Jovovich but, in them?
2: So we've got... Well, yeah. Uh, yes. Even that didn't save it. We've got mm-hmm. never guys. And Randy's the, back. We mentioned the, a hot girl.
3: The leaderboard <laughs> can change on Dojo It's always it's always changing. We're all, guys are always checking in new cigars. But we had to pin this from the beginning of the season. Uh, right. Oveja Negra is 29. That's
5: right. 20, number 29. So, yeah, as Jordan says, we're working our way up the leaderboard uh, we did take a snapshot of it uh, when we started the season. Number 29 was Oveja Negra. So that in- there's there's a, like 100 cigars that you could choose from to smoke this week. You could smoke something from uh, uh, Black Label, which is what Black Label Trading Company, which is what we're smoking from, uh, Black Work Studios, which includes, uh, help me out here, Randy, with all these, uh, with all these brands
1: um, that are included. There's... Yeah, we've got the Hornet Killer Bee. We've got uh, the... The Rorschach, Um Rorschach, the limited release bro. series and SNR. <laughs> Rorschach,
3: Rorschach, no Rorschach,
5: R- Rorschach. Do you know what a that Rorschach is? The Rorschach test. Do you know? Do you, do you know what the Rorschach test? No, test, obviously, test, I have test no test idea what that is. It's it's the one part. where you look at like they like a, a psychiatrist will make you look at like a an ink blot on the oh, paper. Oh yes, and you the tell ink blot you test. See. You're yeah. right. That's I always right. like the one from I mean, uh, from uh, from. Uh, from it's not Independence Day. It's the one where the asteroid's coming towards the Earth. Armageddon. Asteroids? And, oh, and Armageddon. Steve, and Steve Buscemi is in there. Yes, oh, yes. this is, yes. This is a, a woman with small breasts, a woman with medium breasts. And that's all. <laughs> he just keeps saying that with each different one. He's clearly focused on uh, you know, one specific thing, breasts. so they all look the same thing. Uh, anywho, that's, that's what a Rorschach test is. Uh, but this also, uh, this includes, what are some of the other brands? Why am I blanking on all of these?
1: I should just um, pull up well, the uh, well. Well, as we go through, I was going to say, yeah, I haven't pulled Black up Blackworks, Dissident, me so Emilio, all those brands. There we go. That's
5: uh, that's. All oh the stuff yes, that we're, yes, that we're working yeah. with. And Randy and I, I think we're smoking the same thing tonight. Um, now we they're decided they're, they're, oh. they're now they're number what?
3: I was going to say now they're number thirty, but I forgot some of these brands are kind of we we some of them we included consolidated the brand some of them and some of them yep. we yep. just included we the regular did. brand.
1: Yep. So
5: yep. we consolidated, consolidated some
3: of them. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we, no, to, our, to that point, just to just to give everybody a, a little bit of insight to that. So there were some, uh, basically, some duplicate efforts on here. We had a few different brands from General, and so we decided to just pick uh, one to represent General and uh, overall, as well as uh, Altidus. We did the same thing. So so yeah, we're we're slightly off um, in, in general, but uh, but yeah, we, we we like that Oveja Negra, uh, as Robbie just pointed out. What do you guys think? They incorporated a whole list of other brands.
3: So, right now, we're on their page, but we're in the alphabetical order. Uh, what do you think is the most checked into? If I go to trend, what's their most checked into cigar?
5: Hmm. That's a good question.
3: I'm going to say Bishop's Blend.
5: That's what I'm going to say. That's what we're smoking tonight. So, I hope that's the winner.
3: You said Salvation? Bishop's Blend. Then Morphine.
5: Yeah, morphine was going to be my next guess. Is it really? But Killer morphine number two. I was
1: going to say it's either salvation or morphine was my guess.
3: NBK. The, you guys know what the NBK The Bishop's Bun is
1: the harder one to find.
3: Natural born killers. No oh, idea. And that's what I'm smoking. <laughs> nice. Some
1: smoking. Ooh, smart.
3: All right, what's their top rated cigar? Nice. Well, I love that hundreds, movie. So they're all going to tie. Wow, a lot of hundreds.
5: I think a lot of hundreds in mean, all. That.
3: Are they all hundreds? Oh, we got okay.
5: No, finally get down to some ninety-eight.
3: What's what's the lowest? S and R, the one I'm smoking. (laughs) Yeah, and that one stands for Serpents and Rainbows of all things.
5: The Serpent and the Rainbow is uh, an '80s uh, horror movie uh, about. um, It's a zombie movie, but it's 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 about like Haitian the Haitian uh, zombies, which are a little bit different. Okay, so I was going to say with the SK, they did the movie. So they did
3: it with both of these acronym cigars. All right.
5: Yeah, yeah. I've never actually seen Serpent the Rainbow, but it's got uh, Bill Pullman in there, so it must have been good. Um, Randy and I are smoking the Bishop's Blend. Uh, I'm actually smoking, uh, this was first released in 2016, Randy, and this is an original release that I'm smoking from 2016. Um, smoking the it was uh, originally released, I believe, in two sizes. It was originally released in a boost, a robusto, a five by 48, and a Corona Larga, which is what I'm smoking, six and a quarter by 46. Uh, so this one, yeah, 2016, so <clears throat> has about I don't know, seven and a half years of age on it, it has smoothed out quite a bit. This is a very full flavored. A full-bodied, rich, uh, big cigar Uh, I really enjoyed this when it first came out And they've been releasing it ever since, Randy Once a year It's kind of a limited release Uh, I don't know if I have the exact numbers Maybe you know off the top of your head uh, What the numbers are Of of how many boxes are released every year But uh, that's what we're smoking Uh, I'm going to send it around the room And then we'll talk a little bit more About the Bishop's Blend here Uh, Jordan, you said you're smoking Which one?
3: Uh, I've got the... SNR, and uh, the newer, they don't really like, list it on the label, which one you've got. But back in the day, it didn't used to be a barber pole. Uh, the newer 2023 release, I think it's two different shades of Ecuador. Um, and that's what I've got. We've got, I've, we've got paired with the uh, Tombstone Cocktail, which is kind of like a Manhattan in the way you make it, but it's heavy rye-based, spicy. You're supposed to get a spicy rye, a lot of Angostura bitters, and a thick Demerara syrup and uh, shake it up with some ice strain it over a chilled glass that's what we're rocking here in the studio
5: beautiful are you guys uh the studio audience smoking something different
6: yeah i am smoking the mbk and it's off to a great start
2: and i am smoking the black label trading company's last rights and i absolutely love this cigar such a good meaty maduro
5: that's one of their last rights. Was one of their original releases. They've been around uh, mm-hmm. surprisingly long. Black label. They uh, released last year <clears throat> in 2023. They did a different version of the uh, of the bishops blend. The wow. Doctor. I think I need I need Randy to say this. Nove <laughs> Novem Dialis.
4: Mm. Uh,
5: that one was released last year. Novem Dialis. Uh, 2020. <laughs> Yeah, you said it much better than I did. Uh, and that was to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Black Label Trading
1: Company. 10 years, man. That's crazy. Isn't that nice? Yeah, the novi- do you know what November means?
3: 10 years.
5: Randy, I couldn't even say it. There's absolutely no way I know what it means.
3: It means ten, Yeah, first annual. That's what it means.
1: <laughs> it is uh, definitely not a fictitious term like a uh, first annual because you- how can it be an annual if it's the first um, huh. the, uh, is the nine day mourning period following the death of a Pope. Oh my.
3: Oh my.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't dark- know what else I'll to tra- do with that. Uh, I'll, I'll tell is you that when the you're, first you're kind of waiting for this. the black
5: smoke or the white smoke to come out of the Vatican. Is that, that's got something to do with that? No, town, I, right? it's, they,
1: it's, they, it's, it's before they get locked into, um, the uh, situation where the smoke would come out of, they mourn for nine days and then they convene to start doing the voting of the preferiti.
3: Preferitos? Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Doritos. And, and and preferiti. And cigar terms. <laughs> and and when when does the Knights Templar show up and you're looking for the 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 rose line and what's what's the name of that book? Yeah. Is Indiana Jones y- involved? Y- y- I,
1: I think National Treasure is what, what I thought of what, that you just said. No, oh, not you going, oh, you're close enough.
5: No, I'm talk, uh, what, what is the, the Dan Brown book that everybody loved for a minute there? And they oh, made a movie yeah, with, Da Vinci Code. Uh, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, da Vinci I the no, the Vatican was the one before and, uh, that. That was Angels and Demons was the one at the Vatican.
1: Yeah, Angels and, and, and Demons was we are getting... not preferred to you, right? That was <laughs> yeah. a great yeah, we're, book we're, too. I read, that, so... I read that book before the movie ever came out.
5: Okay. Yeah, apparently it's a good A Conclave is uh,
1: is got something to do with it. Reconclave, uh, that's... that's it. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Yeah, Wait, yeah guys, no, I not I, I, you guys can just blame me. My my my, uh, my out of um, being out of office here is 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 throwing the energy of the show way well, way looks off. Like you're but uh, excited to be yeah. here, and. and yeah, we need a yeah, conclave. I, I, I we, am, I am airing.
5: Uh, yeah, oh, we got a little a delay, bit of a delay, but uh, we've got a delay. But we. Oh wow! If we need an old priest and a young priest, I think to save this show, um, <laughs> we are uh, we are out of it. Where are the rails? Um, it's it's just it's bad times, man. Yeah. Oh no, my lights just but, well, The, the good I news the old is, for, is priest, that I, if I disappear, uh, somebody. Whoa! All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little concerned about my own safety now, frankly. Uh, all right, let's move forward. Randy, say something. <clears throat>
1: uh, so I am, uh, so while this is off to a rough start, I, I am committed to getting this right. I, I do plan to do some more uh, remote airing. I am in, so everyone knows, I am in a 120,000 square foot warehouse filled with booze, uh, so that's pretty cool. I have pallets to my left and to my right of beer. I have a big old um, booze uh, locker, um, uh, about a 500 square foot cage of all all the uh, spirits that we sell here um, uh, for the distributor that I work for. They were kind enough to let me air from the warehouse, so I'm watching all the all the uh, forklift drivers drive by. Looking over here, wondering what the hell going on and why I'm smoking a cigar in the corner of the warehouse. Um, so I, if nothing else, even though this first uh, airing isn't going as well as I would have hoped, um, it, I, I am very grateful for the opportunity to uh, continue to be on the show while I'm out of town. Um, and so uh, we'll get it right, folks. We'll get it right. If nothing else, it shows my dedication to the audience. If
3: it's any consolation, I uh, did do the poll, and you won the lighting poll, sixty-four percent. So see, I don't know. <laughs> I was
1: just like, wait a minute. As bad <laughs> as my lighting is, I I never really like would have picked on you, Rob, for your lighting. But now that like I'm self-conscious about my own, like, I don't you know. Won. I I think I feel bad. No, for
6: I you. think if Robbie <laughs> drops the hat, his lighting might be better. Yeah, the, hat, the hat does give you a harsh, it gives you a bad shadow. lighting.
5: Mm. I got you your shadow going. There you go. Good a point. Guys, there we go. There better? we go. You're a little better. I also better. for yeah. my
3: birthday what? got a. Um, you ever have those little like things that you put on your wine glass to let everyone know like whose wine glasses is whose? Now, yeah. My mom got me a little one for the cocktail version. It's a little. Uh, you, it's too hard to tell in the lighting, but it's a little. What? It's a little skull. And so now all our cocktails, we're not going to be trading uh, spit oh. on our
4: cocktails.
1: <laughs> well done. <laughs>
4: all right. That's- well, kind for of and, it and me. That,
1: that 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 was that was a great way to remind us to say happy birthday. By the way, Jordan, how was your birthday? Ah, no. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It's like the fourth guy. time he's mentioned it.
3: I got a box of Tabernacle uh, Connecticut 142s. So you Oof. know, it was a good day. Oof.
1: that is a good birthday present. Who we got you that? Just
3: before the show, uh, the, the wife, the wife, and the kids. I think the kids mostly mm, were involved.
1: Yeah, they they
5: they know your palate. Yeah,
3: they, they read the palette. reviews. They, they, they know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ball and chain. I just I gotta did. get them writing the reviews then then we'll be on to something there now, you go. Now, now you're
5: talking you get some people writing some reviews <laughs> um, just to try and pull it back here a little bit uh, we are smoking yep. uh, as I mentioned we are smoking the Bishop's Blend uh, I'm going uh, original release so it's got some years on it Randy I think you're smoking one from uh, a recent one who knows if it was last year or the year before who knows uh, and I am drinking I thought I'd be a little bit cheeky yeah, I think really. uh, last year's. Yeah. I think I got a little bit cheeky and decided that I was going to uh, drink a cocktail called the Bishop. It is a Bishop cocktail. I looked it up. I tend to do this every now and again. If I know the name of the cigar that I'm going to smoke, I look it up and see if there's something that comes up. That's kind of fun. Um, but usually they all suck. Uh, this time it is, I was pleasantly surprised by this cocktail. So I found it uh, on the humble garnish uh, which I think is a pretty cool uh, name for a cocktail website. And I really like their logo, too. And this is, it's a red and red wine and Cuban rum cocktail. Now, I don't have Cuban rum, so I went with, um, what did I go with? I went with, um, not, oh, Zacapa. I'm drinking uh, Ron Zacapa. So it is okay. uh, one and a half yes. ounces of rum, uh, one ounce of red wine, a quarter ounce of lime, and a quarter ounce of simple syrup. Shake that all that up, and dope. It, yeah, it's actually quite delicious. It's just oh, I went in the rocks glass with uh with one of the gigantic ice cubes, but uh, it is very very delicious. Uh, I went with a kind of a cheap red wine because I wanted. <laughs> I did go gigantic ice cube. Thank you. Uh, I went with a kind of a cheaper red wine because uh, I wanted something that had a bit more fruit forward uh, flavor to it. I didn't want anything that was going to be too. Um, hey, I didn't want anything too expensive because who knows, you know, if it was going to be any good. Um, <clears throat> but I wanted to get something that had a little bit more uh, fruit to it. And uh, it's actually quite delicious. It's fruity. It's got some sweetness from the uh, from the rum and from the simple syrup. And that little just that quarter ounce of lime in there just gives it a little bit of uh, acid pop, a little brightness. It is quite, quite tasty. Randy, what are you drinking?
1: So I went with uh, a fa- an old classic and favorite, Death and Taxes. That's good I just beer. thought it, it fit the brand so well. Um, obviously, I've uh, gone to this one a few different times from a local brewery in Santa Rosa, California, Moonlight Brewing Company. Um, this is an uh, American version of a uh, black lager, a Schwartz beer, if you will. Um, very um, clean body, nice... Uh, finish with a lot of chocolatey and robust kind of roasty notes to it without having that viscosity and heaviness of uh, stout. So kind of think stout-like flavors, but this like lager, clean, refreshing, um, thinner body makes it a great pairing for a cigar. Obviously, this is a very, very dark and and uh, full-flavored cigar. Barely even touched on it yet. I, I, I love tell you uh, it's the first cigar that like ever gave me the spins um uh, this is a cigar Ooh. i have a respect for as being um fairly uh strong in in strength uh, i smoked one of these in uh my first trip to honduras no my second sometime when i was in honduras did i go did i go to honduras once or twice i don't remember um but i smoked this one in honduras <laughs> Keep it up. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, this one kicked my butt. It is so rich and uh, and strong in nicotine and um, very full in, in flavor. Obviously, the makeup of this cigar is a Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper with an Ecuadorian Havana binder and uh, Nicaraguan and Connecticut and Pennsylvanian broadleaf fillers. Uh, so it's got a lot of that Maduro, uh, character in the filler as well as, um, as well as the wrapper, very, very rich and earthy. And I always, I always say that, you know, the, uh, Pennsylvania Broadleaf comes across to me as being so kind of rough around the edges and having some like sharp acrid notes kind of it makes me think of espresso a lot, um, almost bitter in, in, in some ways, um, And uh, yeah, it's going fantastic so far with this. Both of those
3: pairings sound great, guys.
5: Yeah, it's it's uh, one one thing I do want to point out. Excuse me, uh, Randy, I do want to check you on one thing. It is actually an Ecuadorian Maduro wrapper with an Ecuadorian Habano binder, uh, and it's got Pennsylvania broadleaf in the filler. Nicaragua and Pennsylvania is that not what I said? And Connecticut broadleaf. I, you said uh, uh, Pen- you, you said uh, you said Pennsylvania broadleaf
1: wrapper.
3: I think that that was oh, on the. You um, said it
1: perfectly. If I said it wrong, that's my bad. Yeah, that, I think they did uh, do Pennsylvania
3: broadleaf on the anniversary one.
1: Right. Um, right. While,
3: the while the you're fixing your cigar, I was wrong on mine too. Not prepared. Uh, I said it was uh, a couple of Ecuadorian wrappers. It's a dark Sumatra from Indonesia and a lighter shade Ecuadorian Connecticut for the barber pole uh ecuador and habano binder fillers from nicaragua and the dr a little diverse on this here blend
5: we are we're all over the place Very we should nice. just can, you guys want to just start over
3: and let's- yeah why not let's <laughs> you know you know
0: introducing Black blackened in
1: <laughs> you know when we first started this show can i, can I jump in the wayback machine with you real yeah, quick what the hell? When why not we first started the show I was always so nervous and we mm-hmm. did this show pre-recorded for the first, like maybe eight to 10 episodes. And I was so nervous that we would restart at least three to five times when, when we first kicked <laughs> off the show. And I remember it, one time we live. literally did make it about 30 minutes into the show. Right. Right. We could, we could just restart, but, but I would keep Rob hostage at my house for hours as we tried to pr- produce uh, Forty minutes of of yeah. arable you guys content. Are in the same and one space. time we literally got like half an hour in. <laughs> yeah, I'm we were shoulder to like, shoulder. I we were all tucked in.
6: How Robbie <laughs> felt when we said we were going live,
3: and he was just like, "Oh, thank God, <laughs> no, no more five shows in a row."
5: <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it was. It was kind of fun. It was. It was fun because we would. It would just be. I'd go over there on a weekend. We'd hang out. We'd probably do. I think we never really did a bunch of shows in one day. I think we did two at the most because we no. want to do them for the most part on a clean palate, yep. right? Otherwise you're running into, you know, right. all kinds of different flavors. So who knows what the hell you're tasting at that point. But sometimes we do one in the morning, have like lunch or something and then do another one. And uh, I, I remember I would tell my wife, oh, I'm only going to be over there for a couple hours. And the first few times she believed it. She's like, okay. And so she'd plan <laughs> stuff for the afternoon. Uh, and then it would never come to fruition. And then I said, oh, am I going to be there for a couple hours? She's like, yeah, you're going to be there until seven o'clock tonight. And it would be like ten in the morning that evening. <laughs> so she knew, she knew it was up.
3: <clears throat> yeah. But it
5: was we. I, I wish we had some of those old recordings. do You have any of those on your laptop yeah, I anywhere? Think we
3: do we need to do like you know how we did the um, for our? Oh, four, I have
1: them uh, all. I have them all.
3: Episode recently for SNL, I went back and like did a little compilation of all the, over the years. You guys are almost at two hundred. Well, maybe I was say they're coming you know, up on
2: the two hundredth episode. I we think. are. The at, clips,
3: this is uh, this is one ninety five boys. I was gonna
2: say a clip show. I think needs to happen.
3: And I'll tell you it's not easy oh, that's, to do one wow. <laughs> I to, for me to go back and
2: watch thousands of hours of footage it's uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I was thinking I it <laughs> takes we, thousands we need of need hours. A gift yeah. from the Flavor Odyssey guys for dealing with them for almost 200 <laughs> episodes. Oh, speaking of which, guys,
3: what look at this week's graphic. This one was sick.
1: Come on. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Ooh, this one is sick. Wow. I, yeah, I don't know how I've, I miss. I,
5: I've been working like crazy. Yeah, I, I want to live in a place that has a pink sky like that.
3: I bet you do. It's oh, got
2: that, a very yeah, uh, that is, uh, where the uh, men are men and sheep are scared type of situation going on there. You know, know the way means, you put that, like Scott, it.
1: that actually reminds me of something. here we go dojo back again episode number 195 whether we're on the tracks or off the tracks whether we're in the studio or in the warehouse we keep coming week after week to provide you guys the information and content you're looking for from your favorite cigar pairing show flavor odyssey have you tried the newest line extension from drew estate cigars the black by Drew Estate with their initial release M81 this all new collaborative passion project cooked up by lead singer, guitarist and virtuoso of Metallica himself James Hetfield along with Robert Dietrich the master distiller of Blackened American Whiskey and of course Jonathan Drew founder and president of Drew Estate if not, what the heck are you waiting for? Run out and get your hands on this all Maduro beauty today and support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar near you. Now, if you aren't close enough to a brick and mortar and you want to turn to an online retailer, may I recommend Flavor Odyssey's exclusive retail sponsor, Smokin'. Smoke SmokeIn has a courteous and knowledgeable representative just waiting to help you have the best possible buying experience with over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very nice. Right. Well, the beginning of that video was black, but you got to blame Randy because... He came on pre-show one minute before the show. Well, started. it is
6: the Obey Negra episode.
1: Oh!
4: That's what I what. I Hell, talking. yeah. I thought it was, it was on purpose. Around here, man. We just do what we do. I'm just
1: glad that like, after the first d- delivery of the first line, I remember that with this new microphone, I actually had to shift my settings yep. so that I didn't blow everybody's eardrums out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were talking yeah. about, like, okay, when you do the read, you're going to step
3: back like five back feet
1: <laughs> by the microphone. <laughs> then you can scream. scream. We, we, we really from a had, to, we, we had to fine tune it so that we could capture my voice and capture the least amount of forklift sound as possible. Legendary but but I will say,
3: from Kevin O'Connor,
1: thank you, thank you. My, my, I, I try, you know, I try, it, it'll get better as we go. Guys.
3: Marty C says, I bet the forklift drivers are wondering why he's screaming. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> the this same this guy thing? over in the corner here just <laughs> screaming,
5: <laughs> and, and this is like. This has got to be like the night crew that you probably don't see very yeah. often.
1: They don't even know who you are. Well, so half of them are we like, "Who so the hell is this guy?" I, so, so now you. So you, it's it's almost worse than that. So um, so I, I haven't made a, a public announcement yet. I only, I only announced it on, on LinkedIn, and I still need to get to social media. So uh, something huge happened in my life personally recently. Uh, I was actually promoted to the director of sales of uh, the distributor that I work for, and so uh, I was I was recently promoted to like. The top boss in the whole company, and so it's even worse because these guys all know who I am, and they're going, "That's the new boss."
2: <laughs> this weird right. guy just filming himself in the corner here. All right. and, and, and now you're, a, you're an amazing first impression. Right?
5: Yeah, <laughs> and now you're you're setting the precedent that it's okay to smoke in the warehouse. Yeah. Yep. So there's Good. that. That's plus. You're, hey, basically, true. you're gonna get. Hey, I'm not seeing. You're, the you're doing yet. the show. And you're going to get somebody fired. That's how committed you are to our audience.
2: And it might be him. Yeah. Who Who's to say?
1: Uh, well, Thank well, you. I'll tell you. We didn't. Uh, the guy with the key to the uh, to the emergency exit door that I was going to have as my like failsafe to make sure all the smoke was going out of the building, he left early and didn't leave me the key. So, uh, so yeah. They're they're getting the full treatment here tonight.
5: That's <laughs> nah, a big warehouse. They'll survive. Um, although there you, you might get some, you might get a phone call from HR tomorrow. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, but we appreciate the effort, and it's things have smoothed out. I think we're getting we're getting Good. a little bit better with the uh, with the the nuance and the cadence of the show. We'll get better as uh, as Randy said. We're going to be doing this uh, uh, quite a bit so uh, in the future. So we'll, we'll smooth it out. We'll get a little bit better. But Tanner let's says, talk a little uh, bit.
3: Next week, there's going to yep. be three forklift drivers joining Randy on the show.
5: Yeah, I think we should absolutely well, have a
1: forklift driver of the week. These guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are they? What are Did their lives like? Uh, yeah.
3: yeah. Not? What are their backgrounds? I don't Hello. know.
1: Yeah. Well, well so they, I I will tell you. So we have a we have a uh, uh, an incentive program that the fastest picker in, on the night shift actually like earns a spin on this wheel of prizes and stuff, and so. I don't think they're that worried about me. Like, their they're heads in the game. They're very focused and want to pick the orders correctly. You know, we got about twenty-two hundred beer skews and about another uh, one hundred and fifty spirit skews here. So they've got a lot to, you know, kind of work through and make sure that they're grabbing the right product. So uh, I'm pretty sure they don't even notice I'm here. Yeah,
5: yeah. They're they're just trying to avoid dropping things uh, on on your station there. Um, so let's remind the audience, uh, what it is that we're drinking and we're smoking. What are we doing here? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, again, Randy and I are both smoking the Bishop's blend. I keep showing you guys this cause I really love this band. That's a sick it's band. just, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Oh, it's, it's got so this little, it? it's got a little, uh, a little foot band, you know, this little guy, but uh, obviously I took it off when I lit the cigar, you know, cause that's how you, as one does. Did we go over, uh,
3: the brands that were involved i think i think you might have we did but we, we okay.
5: could touch on it again i was just trying to remind everybody what it is that we're drinking and smoking so randy and i are Sorry. both going with the, the bishop's blend i am drinking uh the bishop cocktail which again just trying to be a little bit cheeky but it is pretty freaking delicious i'm on my third one there's oh. uh not, uh, not oh, wow. that much alcohol in here uh one and a half ounces of rum i used Zacapa. one ounce of red wine i used some basic fruity Red. I don't know what it is. Like a two dollar bottle, something super cheap. Carla uh, Rossi. Something that you would make sangria out of,
3: Kylo like a Rossi. like a
5: like a two buck chuck or something like that. Yeah. Uh, one ounce of, uh, or I uh, beg your pardon, a quarter ounce of lime and a quarter ounce of simple syrup. Absolutely delicious cocktail. Uh, it's kind of it's trending towards sangria, but not quite getting all the way there. <laughs> Randy, if uh, uh, I know that you're familiar with the sangria, I enjoy the sangria myself. Uh, Dana makes a really oh, good white sangria, fabulous. which is uh, which is something I never really knew was a thing. But white sangria is pretty good too. Uh, and a fall sangria, you get some like apples and it's, like some cinnamon in there. It's delicious. Uh, Ooh, Randy, nice. tell everybody, like yeah,
1: tell everybody what you're drinking again. So I'm going with the Moonlight Brewing mm-hmm. Death and Taxes. This is a uh, uh, American black lager, so a little bit. Uh, more robust, a little bit roastier than a classic traditional German Schwartz beer. Um, this bad boy comes in at a very mild and easy drinking 5.3 ABV. Um, so I love this beer with cigars in general. Um, just having, um, as much as I love having a, a stout or a porter that has a little more viscosity, a little bit more body, a little bit more, uh, weight on, on the, on the mouth feel. Uh, this is very refreshing. And so it's, it's kind of an interesting, um, you're not as, as accustomed to having something as uh, thin in body and refreshing, uh, in the finish with all those chocolatey and roasty, uh, espresso like, um, uh, flavor components. Um, so I, I find this one perfect you know, as, as you said, in the beginning of the show, Rob, it's a little chilly here in Northern California right now. So just, roasty and dark enough to like really make you feel like you're, you're drinking something with some weight without it being too heavy on the palate. And it really gives a chance, uh, for the cigar to shine. And we've done this so many times on, on, on our shows where we grab something that is bold and Maduro and chocolatey and the cigar. And we think immediately, Oh, a stout would go fantastic with this. And I, I can't count how many times on the show we've found that we've overrun the cigar with, um, too intense of a, of a flavored, uh, beer. And so I think this, this one goes great with Maduro cigars where, where you don't, you you know, these, these are limited. Again, these come out once a year, as you pointed out, um, this is a super limited. I, I smoke a lot of morphines, uh, probably my favorite cigar from James Brown is the morphine. Um, that's, and go to um, of his lease and then the the Bishop blend slightly more limited. So I don't want to drink anything that's going to take away from my experience from the cigars. You know, we wait all year to grab a box of these. Um, so yeah, the the black lager just works out perfectly.
5: So I know when they originally released a cigar, they were doing um, what was it? One hundred and fifty. They started with one hundred and fifty boxes. Uh, so it's three thousand cigars total. Wow. 150, 20 count boxes. I, I don't know limited. if that's yeah, I don't know if that's the number that they're still... Uh, Randy does need morphine. I don't know if that's the uh, number that they're still sticking with, but I know that it's still pretty limited. Uh, I, I love this cigar. This is the first time I've smoked <clears throat> one of the original ones since, probably when, since they first came out. Um, it is uh, much more um, uh, chocolate-forward than I remember it being. I remember it being uh, a bit more earthy. This is like a ton of chocolate, um, like that rich dark chocolate, not super sweet. Um, <clears throat> I get a lot. I do get some earthy notes. I get a lot of black pepper on the retrohale. Some, uh, some kind of brighter pepper. Uh, I guess somewhere between white and black. I don't know, gray. We've talked about that. That's the thing. Um, that's uh, on the palate. Super, super good. But it's actually kind of light on the palate. I, I remember this being much heavier than it is. Like I don't feel like my palate's weighed down by this cigar at all. But the the chocolate notes, the earth. Um, and that black pepper with this, with this cocktail, I'm getting a lot of sweetness, you know, from the rum and there's a little bit of uh, simple syrup in there and not much like a quarter ounce, but you get that, that earthy sweet from the rum. And I really like that earthy sweetness. Um, and add some of that fruit in there. It's super jammy. You're getting this kind of like, uh, Cherry cordial kind of vibe, or it's that that cherry that uh, uh, stewed fruit that I'm getting from the drink, and the chocolate from the cigar with that black pepper spice in the retro ale. Super, super good. Uh, really digging that, uh, Jordan. I want to check back in on yours uh, because I- I'm curious about that cocktail because I-, I think I want to have to, I think I'm gonna have to make that one.
3: Yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting cocktail. I mean, it's very similar to an old fashioned, just a couple of tweaks. Um, so. You're, you're you you do not have the orange, you know. Um, more, I usually make my old fashions with with a bourbon instead of rye. So this is it. it calls for like a spicy rye. So we did um, sazerac. Um, other than that, like you know, it's just minor changes. You know, we we still use the the rich demerara syrup, a um, couple of drops of saline, um, and then you're serving it like in a more like a Manhattan style, like. Uh, you're chilling it in a shaker and then straining it into just a chilled glass um which can be kind of nice because old-fashioned sometimes you know it it helps if you have the big rock if you have the big ice cube in there but still sometimes you know it starts to thin out by the end of the drink so with this one you're kind of getting the best of just drinking a neat pour of uh, whiskey versus the cocktail itself um it's working out uh Intensity-wise, the cigar is pretty full-bodied. Like, for a, this has got to be one of the fuller-bodied barber poles you can get. Um, lots of black pepper. There's it's very black pepper heavy on the red trail. Um, you're getting like lots of cabinet spice type stuff, nutmeg, maybe some toasted rye bread, that kind of thing. Um, the drink is or the the cigar is definitely spicier than the drink, but that rye definitely helps to bring in a little flavor hook, adding some sweetness from the demerara syrup into the cigar is not quite as sweet, so that 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 works out pretty nice.
5: Sounds nice. awesome, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm digging it, Randy. Tell us a bit. We, we may as well just go into uh, our thumbs up and thumbs Cheerio. down. I just I just gave my spiel. It's a thumbs up for me. Um, I'm really digging here. this. Yeah, I'm digging this cocktail. I'm I'm glad that uh, I just found it kind of on a whim. Um, this is something that I. Whoa, uh, check that keg. Um, it's uh it's 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 delicious i mean i'm going to have this I'll probably have this on the show again. This is a really, really good drink. I'm glad that uh was able to find this one. Randy, tell us a bit more about yours
1: yeah no that that does sound like uh, you guys both found some pretty good cocktails um excited about that uh yeah i i I've said a ton about this. I think you know this is a great example if you're not familiar with the black label um you know all of his cigars in my experience have little bit more uh you know we always talk about that in beer that when you say it's an american style it's often uh kind of a, a retread of a european style um, but bigger and bolder i feel that uh james brown brings out a lot in his uh blends with black label um and all the overhead uh brands in general they're a little bit beefier a little bit stronger a little bit spicier um, even the Connecticut, you know, I, I think uh, one of our very first shows ever, Rob, we did um, uh, the Killer B, I think might, might have been for Letter B in, in season one. And, uh, and, and we talked about that as having you know, such a, a strong and heavy uh, uh, binder under the Connecticut rapper. Uh, I've lost uh, some of my lighting, so I guess I, I lose that pull uh, there later. Can't can tell, you, tell you why uh, that happened. but you, um,
5: you, you don't have to go
1: home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> <laughs> Closing uh, But, yeah, so says so it's, it's an emphatic thumbs up for me. Uh, like I said, uh, a black lager goes great with uh, a Maduro cigar because it's chocolatey enough to find that flavor hook without overpowering it in, in intensity with the mouthfeel. Um, but I love this cigar, love black label and, and everything that comes out of there. And so uh, I, I h- highly recommend, strongly suggest that everybody go out and familiarize themselves with uh, with the brand and, and the whole portfolio coming out of what I think is a tremendous factory there in Esteli.
5: Yeah, you've got, uh, well said, you've got the, uh, under Oveja Negro Brands, you have Black Label Trading Company. Uh, Black Work Studios, Dissident, and Emilio. A bunch of, uh, of different things going on. Uh, whoa, that sounded like a presence that you don't want to mess with. What was that growling
6: back there? Robbie, that was the brontosaurus finishing his yeah. shift at the end of the Flintstones. <laughs> Robbie, Get you, out!
3: You actually go pretty far back with James Brown. You like you were more involved with the scene when he was coming on, like... Do you have? Do you feel? How? How do you think that they've evolved over the years?
1: Ten years. I uh, think
5: it's it's funny. Yeah, back in the day. So when when um, when Black Label Studios uh, for, or Black Label Trading Company, I beg your pardon, um, mixed both of their names up there, uh, came on the scene. They were part of the House of Emilio way back in the day, which was uh, uh, Ezra Zion Cigars, uh, Nomad Cigars was in there. Um, with Fred Rui, uh, Rooster. black, black label. Um, there was 1502 mm. and, um, I
1: didn't realize that
5: Nomad was like, part of that group. Yeah. Part of that group. No, Rodrigo Emilio, cigars was, wasn't was Emilio of, in that too? Uh, yeah. Emilio was, yeah, it was house of Emilio. Uh, oh, so right, Emilio right. was, was one of the brands. Um, boy, there was, there were a couple that came and went to, uh, I can't think of uh, not was it Guayacon, and that was Noel Rojas that was the blender there, and he's still mm. blending. Uh, but that the brand I think has kind of come and gone, and I may be mixing that brand name up, but it was Noel Rojas. I liked him; he, blend, he blended some really good cigars. Uh, and Cigar Federation was was part of that, uh, part of that group as well. Um, and so yeah, so that was when I was first first started doing any kind of blogging on my own or i had already had my own website at that point but uh had started cigar chat back then uh but yeah getting to know james like every year i look forward to seeing him at, he's one of the few left really uh from that group uh the brands i think most of those brands are all still around uh but i don't really see those uh, i don't really see the guys uh, out there like uh, uh cigar or, uh ezra zion has kind of turned into like a mini little catalog brand kind of thing that they they do their tiny little releases <laughs> Uh, and sell those direct. Uh, 1502, I think, is still around. Um, but I think for the most part, the rest of those brands... I've like seen Nomad. Yeah, Nomad is now part of Ezra Zion, I think. And, uh, you know, the, a lot of them have consolidated. But it was a good group of guys. And uh, of all of them, I mean, obviously, James was the one that was the most focused, I think, on the industry because he's still doing it. But watching the evolution of that brand to go from, you know, four small... I think they started with four cigars. I want to say it was like the Royalty and uh, a few different others. I can't remember. Let's see if they list the lines. Last Rights was one of them. Last Rights, Salvation. Yeah. Um, uh, um yeah, it was Salvation. Yeah, those and some of those cigars are still around. Uh
1: but oh, yeah, you, was, you know what? Another one of their limited releases is fabulous that they do the Deliverance line as well. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah,
5: it, yeah, that is a good one. There's but there's a bunch of them here. That's oh, what I are. Whoa, and that porcelain,
3: Deliverance Porcelain is great.
5: Yeah, they, they make some really good stuff. Yeah, but it's I it's love been, the porcelain. It's been interesting to watch them grow from such a small brand to now they've got their own factory and they've got other brands that are you know using their factory. And uh, to watch the expansion has been pretty cool. Uh, and James is a really good dude, super humble guy, really quiet. Uh, a hell of a shoe collection. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just a, just a quiet yeah. dude. But, um, but I mean, he yeah, really do, knows uh, his stuff
3: dojo trip down, check that place out, you know?
5: Yeah, we should do that. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be fun. We should definitely Uh, do that. Yeah, no,
1: there's no way I I go to Estelia again without going there. You you know, one of the things that I, is always blown my mind. They have such amazing art on their special release boxes. They do these like somewhere in between graffiti and line art of these like wild uh, animals and these kind of crazy scenes. And he's so um, he's so soft-spoken and humble. Uh, it took like multiple questions in an interview one time to find out that he's actually the artist uh, for all those um, like neon-colored. If you see the neon tiger and the the um, the Rosage, Ros- How do you say it? Rorschach. Rorschach. The Rorschach has a fantastic one. But yeah, I, I love the themography of it. It's all kind of very dark and, and uh, you know pretty clearly uh, with a foundation in like Catholic, uh, you know, you know uh, backstories and whatnot. Uh, he's a he's an interesting dude. Clearly, super dedicated to the industry. Super locked in. To your point, the, the growth of the brand. I feel like you know they don't do the big loud pop like jump on trend thing. I feel like um, you've seen more and more folks use Pennsylvania Broadleaf as almost a necessity due to um, supply and demand issues with, um, with Connecticut Broadleaf. I feel like he leaned into that so early and just made that part of his house flavor. Um, and and I, I dig that he, he walks a different path, you know, he, he brings and, and as a result for cigar smokers, he really delivers a completely different profile than you find um, with most other brands, um, and so I, I'm always confident. If you if you saw him come out with a Connecticut, a Havano, uh, a Sumatra, anything that that he comes out with, it's going to be different than what you expect from uh, just hearing what what the you know we we do so often. Just knowing what the the rapper is tells you so much about it. And, and yeah. you know, we've, we've obviously talked at nauseum about, about how it's because um, the whole uh, blend is blended. To emphasize the flavor of the rapper, uh In most cases, I feel like he just does something completely different. Um, and to Joshua Revis's uh, point, yeah, how could you not be kind of uh, Hall of Fame worthy with a name like James Brown in the first? Place?
5: <laughs> I I do like the way that you you talk about how they use Pennsylvania uh, broadleaf and how you you call that their house flavor. I think that's 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 spot on. Like, it's one of those things, and I think that's one of the things that makes them unique. Is is that's like you said, that's a you said it perfectly. That's a, a leaf that some people go to out of necessity to, trying to fill another need. Uh, and instead of doing that, he takes that leaf and uses it like he gets the best out of it, if that makes right. sense. Um, yeah, where they say put you got to put all the people in the right seat on the bus, so he puts instead of putting Ooh. the the Pennsylvania broadleaf in the Connecticut seat, he puts it in the Pennsylvania seat. He gets yeah, the they, most out of it. It feels like they kind of Said. made it
3: cool. Like it's 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 kind of mm. like um yeah. back in the day. This is before all of our time. Like San Andreas, you wouldn't. Eat, there's a reason why Padrone doesn't admit that they don't. They, they use San Andreas wrapper. Like it was, it's dirty. Like that's that's not a wrapper that you would use. Uh, that kind of seems like the same way that Pennsylvania might have been thought of at a time. And mm. um, you know, you should use Connecticut like. Pennsylvania is like a just a derivative. no, I totally agree. Um, the black label and Noveja Negra, they were one of the right, one, it was saw is inferior
1: to, yeah,
3: though. yeah, like this is no, we're not, we're not going to hide the right. fact, like we're this, we're using Pennsylvania and it's, and we're proud of it.
5: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, well, yeah, let's I, take a look. I, at, I, I've even sorry. read an article, uh, saying that, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, The uh, San Andreas, I read an article that San Andreas was actually a a marketing strategy because historically they would say Mexican tobacco, and Mexican tobacco had this uh, kind of, uh, it it was known to be inferior tobacco for a long time, and as they improved their processes and um, some laws changed in Mexico, it it used to be that they couldn't, um, that, oh, uh, you couldn't use Mexican tobacco, or a cigar couldn't come from uh, Mexico that wasn't had a Puro.
4: Had puro. Yeah.
1: And so then they would start exporting it to Nicaragua to do the fermentation so they could still use the tobacco. But at that point, it had already been determined that Mexican tobacco was inferior because um, some of the flavor components just made, made some of the Puros a little bit lackluster and that just by shifting the name from Mexican tobacco to San Andreas, tobacco was kind of a uh of a rebrand um for the entire origin of tobacco. And now we think of San Andreas as a really quality uh you know uh leaf to, to yeah, mix into your blend. Yeah. Um uh, yeah. right, exactly, exactly.
4: Yeah,
5: that's uh those those crazy marketers um work. <clears throat> let's take a look at uh <laughs> Jordan, let's take a look at some of the audience It parents. worked.
3: Audience <laughs> Let's take a look, boys. Uh, we've got a lot, so I might have to skip some of them because there's ten of them. Um, but I want to get in Tanner Cole because he doesn't always get into the the mix. Uh, he's going Bishop's Blend with uh, Madeira Old Fashioned. Lots of spice with the dark stone fruit nuts. That's now, what well Now, What's a Madeira? It's just... Uh, it's like an orange liqueur. Is that what? It, is, am I wrong? No.
1: What, what I was expecting no. Robbie to jump in. It's yeah, so I ironic. Was too- I was literally, I was, I was telling, I was telling you guys uh, that I was at a, a distillery last night, um, hanging out that that we uh, represent, and I was doing some barrel tastings, and he pulled out his hundred uh, uh, percent malted barley. Uh, Scott American scotch, he calls it American table whiskey. You can't really call it a scotch, but um, he calls it American table whiskey. But it was finished in Ma- Madeira casks, and so we were tasting it out of a, a cask that said Madeira on it. And he was saying, Oh, and the Madeira that was in this barrel is so delicious. And and it struck me, I said, You know, because of Robbie, I know you know that uh, that uh, you know, Oloroso sherry and Madeira cask finishes is such a common thing in the scotch world. That um, it occurred to me. I've never had Madeira. I've never seen anyone put it, you know, in a bottle in, on a table that I've been seated at. I have no idea what it is. It's a fortified it me, you know. wine. Yeah,
5: yeah. It's Portuguese. it's a lot like it's it a is. lot like sherry. It's a, a forti- fortified uh, Portuguese wine, um, and it's um, it's yeah. It's just like sherry. It's very similar. Uh, so kind of like the, the, what you mm.
3: got going on, Robbie. A little bit, yeah, wine,
5: yeah. You're gonna course. get, yeah, you'll get some of the the stone fruit flavors from that. Uh, I've never really had Madeira on its own. Uh, anytime we've had Madeira in the house, it's been for cooking. It's like because it's traditionally can be a cooking wine, just like sherry. Right. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, so I've never really had a good one, uh, but I know that there are some brands out there that are quite good. Uh, for example, this I'm just I did a quick look up online. Uh, it looks like a, a bent Madeira. I don't know anything about it. But it's seventy bucks a bottle. So, uh, but that's going to be the kind of That'd the kind be of thing. <laughs> yeah, I would I'll hope see. so. Yeah, Yeesh. and it's <laughs> and that's going to range. I mean, Madeira is going to range uh, just like sherry. You could probably find Madeira at your Safeway for five ninety nine a bottle, and that's right. really you're not going to want to drink that stuff straight. You're going to use that for cooking. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. I've, a Madeira okay. old fashioned. I'm one. I mean, there still has to be a base spirit in there. I would imagine. There's still got to be
3: whiskey. I would assume there's going to be a, a, well, right a bourbon or red. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, faced.
3: Based. based. Uh, you know, I don't know about you well, guys, but well, I would well, say. Well,
1: fortified by based. definition.
3: Sorry, go on. Randy's like, a, we got like a five second delay. No, go, go ahead. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, it's rough. Go, you go ahead, Jordan.
3: No, mine was just a stupid joke. I was going to say Tanner is in the lead. I don't know what you guys think, but like so far, Tanner's got the best pairing.
5: <laughs> I feel I feel like that's like a fantasy football joke. Is that is that right?
3: Yeah, he's, he's the only pairing, so yeah. It's a, yeah. Uh, 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 this delay is killing us. Um, Mike uh, Michael Z has got the last rides with the Basil Hayden uh, Basil Hayden toast. Great pairing. The toast complements the pepper and the coffee notes. Love this pairing. Nice. All right, we got Jimmy Burster. He's got the Ro- how did Randy say it the Ro- okay. the Rorskyak mm-hmm. Ro- the the, the Ruski. Uh, he's got the Rorschach Sumatra with, uh, with an EC, uh, oh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Uh, the cigar is bringing the creamy, nutty cocoa notes to the party. And uh, he's got the C923 batch. I don't know if that's a good one or not. The drink is offering up thick molasses, brown sugar with a hint of cherry. Uh, think chocolate, nut-covered brownie with some cherry in the mix. Enthusiastic. Thumbs up.
2: And excellent. I will step in for Connor since he's not here tonight. The C nine twenty three batch of the EC Barrel Proof is excellent. That's so a good one. Good. Yeah. So good. All right. Yeah. That, that's Very fun. good. That is that the, the one. Elijah Craig. Yeah, I ca- feel like if you're
3: mentioning one. like the the actual barrel codes, it's probably it's, the a good the good one. I would assume. Yeah, you're doing you're mentioning
5: <laughs> it for a reason. I would imagine. Uh, I mean, I've 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 had some like the, the Elijah Craig barrel Barrel Proof program is is Great. actually a lot of fun. It's oh, yeah. it's it's kind of similar to um, uh, to Four Roses, where they have all the different versions. Um, yeah, our stag uh, junior, that kind of. Yeah, vibe. yeah, yeah, but it's much easier to find than either of. Oh those, yeah. frankly,
3: yeah, comes out at least quarterly. Yeah. Um, we've got Stephen Moses. He's got the morphine with the leisure, also Elijah Craig barrel proof. Uh, he's getting lot. Li- he didn't mention the the net, the. You know the the code on that one, so who knows what he's got. Yeah. Uh, getting lots of earth and pepper with a hint of chocolate. The bourbon is one hundred and twenty-four point two proof, and oh so delicious. Dried fruit and vanilla with some oaky notes. They are both delicious. Heavy hitters. He's going double thumbs up, guys. Nice. you have got. How many you guys want to do?
5: Are you you tell us what seven. Seven is perfect.
3: That was three. Uh. Let's go. Um, I don't. I don't want to go Kevin O'Connor because he's always in the mix. But I have to go Kevin O'Connor because he's always bringing up cool stuff. Uh, Black <laughs> Label Trading Company porcelain and a fair and warmer cocktail, which is light rum, orange, uh, curacao. I think that's how you say. It. I don't know sweet yep. vermouth. The sweetness Curaçao. and hints of orange spice from the drink are pairing up nicely with the white pepper, vanilla cream, and sweet tobacco notes in the cigar. It's always doing cool stuff,
1: guys. Yeah, that's good. We could, we could do an entire pairing book just of tonight's audience pairings. This know, is these are, incredible.
3: Yeah. These are some good stuff. Um let's go. Uh, Nathan Stewart's got the Emilio Grimalkin seasonal nice. limited edition twenty twenty three with a Boston Ooh. Bang Cocktail, which is bourbon, apricot brandy, rum, lemon juice, Luxardo Jesus. cherry. The drink is fairly tart and slightly overpowering the cigar, but a a puff of the cigar after a sip of the drink, that's interesting to try the two, you know, um, switching between puffing the cigar and then taking the drink and vice versa. Um, It slightly overpowers the cigar, but a puff of the cigar after a sip of the drink brings out a woody earthiness that's not there without the drink on the palate. Enjoying the subtleties of this pairing, but we expected a little more out of this. Still a thumbs up.
5: Hmm. That's an interesting drink. There's a lot of different. Uh, it's got a lot going on there. Components there, yeah. Yeah. Yo. And, and you got to get that
6: thirty-dollar cherry. <laughs> in there. Isn't Nathan 30. Stewart the one that drinks with his dad? Yeah, is his dad not yeah. there?
3: He said we. Yeah, he said uh-huh. we. Okay. they're always pairing together. That's cool uh i've got three left let's just do them all uh we got josh rivas he's got the (laughs) ross crack as randy says and a noble oak (laughs) bourbon notes of vanilla caramel cherry and oak on the drink are blending perfectly with a slightly sweet nutty black pepper oak and hay on the cigar loves it double thumbs up nice nice josh sounds good uh Mike Hakins has got a uh, Killer Bee Maduro with a Canadian hot toddy. Glenmorangie whiskey with a maple syrup and lemon. Cigar has baked Ooh. its flavors with uh, cocoa notes. The sweetness of the drink adds a sweet cinnamon component to the cigar. Quite tasty.
5: Right. Was a hot toddy? Canadian it was toddy. a
3: Canadian hot toddy. Interesting. Glen Marangi Whiskey X. I don't mm-hmm. know what the X oh there's with. Okay. With Uh, <laughs> uh and then we got finally we've got Daryl Whitaker. He's got the black label Santa Morita with the Henry uh Weinhard's root beer. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Sweet and savory. I like that pairing. Yeah,
5: keep it simple, we don't, stupid. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sometimes you just gotta keep it simple. I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna cast my vote. I don't remember who the person was, but the Madeira old fashioned uh really got my attention. Was that Tanner was the first Cole? one. Yeah, Tanner Cole gets
1: my vote. Yeah, i was i mean this has got to be the hardest uh, lineup that we've Oof. ever got congratulations Dang. to everybody They're that, all <laughs> that uh, joined along you it was all tough are because because it sounds like you all got great pairings
5: yeah it was tough because the like all the barrel proof whiskeys kind of canceled each other out like I, how do i pick one mm. compared to the other you know Oof. so
1: yeah that made it all tough right, well, so yeah you...
5: I, but the the madeira old-fashioned sold me
1: well, I was between the Madera Old Fashioned and one other, so I'm going to make Jordan the uh, the tiebreaker. I'm going to cast my vote for the porcelain uh, with the oh, you uh, wildly u- unique <laughs> uh, uh, cocktail. Fair uh, and warmer. On that one.
3: I never heard of a fair and warmer cocktail.
1: No, but, but he, he listed the ingredients. He gave he great did. subscriptions.
3: No, yeah. I am going to go uh, Jimmy Burster. He's got the Rorschach and huh. the barrel-proof Elijah Craig C923. That means we've got three different picks. Uh, studio audience, who's going to win this thing?
6: Okay, so can you tell me Mike Hakens? I know it doesn't help, but I, I just want to hear it. Mike one <laughs> one <Higgins! laughs>
3: doesn't. He's got the Killer B Maduro with the Canadian Hot Toddy.
6: I was yeah, going to pick that, but the, the Jimmy Burster was my second pick, so I go
3: Jimmy Burster. We taking that? Or, Scotty, you got... I guess we might as well take that.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you go, Jimmy Burster? Jimmy Burster, you just <laughs> the best thing.
5: Jimmy Burster, well done, man. But yeah, I, honestly, like I, I'm, I, I love, I love it when you guys bring all these pairings. This is and look at that description. I know. Yeah, exactly. yeah That's insane. a couple paragraphs. The I mean, thick the, molasses,
3: the, the brown sugar. It's that. The, is fact it. that he picked that.
6: Elijah Craig, as that sp- specific one, yeah, that specific no, one. Uh, I know and, what it tastes like. I just, enjoy it so much; it made perfect like,
3: sense. Few cigars could ha- could yeah. handle that bourbon, and yeah, I that's a big. That's, that's the listen. cigar that's going to do it.
1: That's one of the cigars. It's a great point. And he described the the texture of of the beverage as well as the the flavor notes and the and the the flavor. We have we have the best audience in the whole to sure our did. podcasting game. Randy, no, they well. already
5: voted. They already casted their votes, so no no pandering.
4: <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a side
6: note, Scott brought this Sazerac for us to make the drinks with. Full bottle.
3: Full bottle, and it's stinking. Oh, jeez. Oh, sweet. dear. It's gone. We've been making a dent, boys.
6: But Jordan, you've
3: only nice. had one drink. Like I, I still work. Matt must have made a giant. It's cocktail. a double double. it's a double. Ah, uh,
5: the double double. <laughs> the double double. Yeah. Like nice. Norm,
3: normally, the cocktail would start here. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. That's a
5: fair point. All right, let's take a look In-and-out at the uh, the, double, at the double. votes, and then uh, we'll see what's going on next week.
3: All right, you guys ready for this? Do it. Bigos. I'm ready for
5: the, I'm ready for a drum roll.
3: A little something like this. <laughs> that's. Yeah. That wowsers. It feels good. So, guys, You're for the uh, in- audio listeners, only we've got Randy at 21%, Robbie at 79 just taking it.
1: You know, I actually support this. I'll give you your your lap here in a second, Rob, but I totally support this. One of the things that we covered on the uh, Broken Hearts um, show last week, or, or Lonely Hearts Lonely show last hearts. week, Robbie. Come on, get it right. We, we, we actually we reviewed the... Um, the Super Bowl halftime show. And I got on a soapbox and made this whole argument about even when it's a great talent, production value matters. And if the sound is bad and the lighting is bad, it's not a good show. So I
4: completely
1: completely support the votes uh, on this one. And I also would have handed you my vote as well, Rob, as this was. Just barely, not a complete fail for me from a production (laughs) standpoint. I mean, the
5: the lights, the lights went out. There's trains. (laughs) There's sirens. I'm worried that you're going to get mugged while you're sitting here doing the show. Uh, We're all going to have to testify at some point. Uh, But uh, whose
3: uh, audience? Whose lighting is better now? I mean, look at you guys voted for. Jeez. Well,
6: let's. You know what? Studio audience. I will (laughs) say this. I will say this.
5: Randy's at work. Like he's got to be there like he's at work this late it's seven o'clock so the fact that he's even doing the show i think is pretty damn impressive so if his lights went out so be it um it was i had to get up off my couch and come into the studio and it was difficult for me because i was really tired today for whatever reason so i can only imagine what he had to go through so uh randy i appreciate the effort uh and thanks everybody for the and the studio audience for hanging in we'll get better uh, as we go, and uh, it does feel like a little bit of redemption from the last time that we we uh, we did a show together. the The voting was almost exact opposite, so uh, <laughs> I think we're now on a, a more even uh, level playing field. And I might be the only person in America who liked the halftime show. That's, that's not true. My wife liked no, it. No, everyone uh, liked it. I, I yeah, enjoyed you, you it. You are
1: <laughs> Awful.
6: Enough.
5: I didn't even. I was fifty-five. I was no no, 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 no. This is my victory lap. Everybody, shut up. Uh, it, <laughs> I was, I was watching the game. I was so stressed out. I was half in the bag from drinking uh, West Coast IPAs, uh, and I was like, it was just fun. Like I enjoyed it. Is it, did. I didn't care about anybody's dress or you know maybe his one guy's sound was bad I, I or the guy the guy who came with like the suit and the shorts I don't know who that was I didn't care about all that it just it was I enjoyed it it was fun was it the I best it, halftime show no
6: what I get it the Niners lost you needed something they did. It was, you had to They did to it, it, it was it was the guys the halftime show
3: they was were good winning for at you. that point I don't know it was, yeah uh, I get it girl. I don't know what you guys think about this I don't know if you watched Smoke Night Live the last show we did but I brought this up why why, why don't we just take it for granted, like, as a given that we have to do a concert as a halftime show? Like, this is football. Like, shouldn't the halftime – let's do, like, an ex- explosion That's or, like, thing. have, like, an Evel Knievel jump over some buses or something. Like, th- like that, would, Knievel is dead. that would make more sense as a, <laughs> as a Super Bowl Thanks, halftime, Matt. Sh- you know, show. Why are we going to be watching the guy dance around on roller skates? No! Like, let's watch something blow up.
1: Well, well. – I'm, yeah. On that, uh, I think you're alone. I think the rest of us enjoy that there's a concert as, as part of, of the halftime what? show, but production value. Like, oh, yeah, so like, just,
3: yeah, we're watching uh, like, this, like fun, the most physical sport that there is. You know what would go good with that? A musical performance. I think there is some hope
6: <laughs> <vote laughs> that the performance is going to be great. Like it's a concert you don't get
3: to see you
6: see it during the super bowl you hope that it's going to be awesome <laughs>
4: why it just we hasn't just become worked out.
6: accustomed
3: to it like we don't have to do
6: it's, this guys.
5: it's just it's just a thing and it, it is what it is sometimes it's good sometimes it's not i enjoyed it um but you know whatever um not everybody else did that's okay it's funny jordan you commented I, I commented on facebook and i said that i thought it was great you would think that i just told everybody i clubbed baby seals or something because i got like 45 <laughs> comments about how awful of a person that i was once i said that i i enjoyed it uh, but I, I had fun with it and i just thought it was I, I don't really care for usher all that much but i forgot he had a lot of hits um, it was probably
6: your I, worst take robbie it was what your worst take.
5: <laughs> oh no, I've had much worse takes. No, nah, oh yeah. he's had there's, way worse takes. Yeah, I and mean, he yeah, yeah. literally just references
1: clubbing baby seals. I mean, that yeah, was pretty. It's not a good. It's not a good, it's, it's not a good
5: take. It's not a good take. All right, Jordan, what's are, are we doing? Uh, what's so, going on for Smoke Night Live this Friday?
3: I uh, is there a show this I, week? As far as I know, there's not a show. Um, we'll have to tune. We'll have to stay tuned for that. Um, but next week. We are going down to number twenty-eight, which is J.C. Newman on fiber. Uh,
5: yes, yeah, I, I actually looked that up because so, oh. I knew that we were going to have to reference it, and based on right. look on Randy's face, he didn't. So I was—I've got it right in front of me. <laughs> I a well, at one point during the show. You were babbling about something, so I uh, was looking, searching through my emails to find the the link that you sent. Uh, but yeah, we are going J.C. Newman, and I have uh, on the list here, Randy that when it's bright green oh you are looking at the the spreadsheet uh does that mean we're both uh, smoking the same thing is that what that no, means you
1: are jo- you are smoking the cigar you're looking at apparently i am undecided that's like yeah. the only blank on the whole season it really is so
5: <laughs> for, for you uh i'm i well we'll see i'm not going to tell anybody what we're smoking because i don't want to commit to that cigar because i'm not absolutely positive that i have it um okay. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll smoke something from J.C. Newman. Uh, actually, it won't be next Wednesday because well, I won't be here next Wednesday. I nope. am at I'm at a trade show next Wednesday, I think. Uh, but we'll see. Well, you know what? We may have shows next week. We may not. You guys are gonna have to tune
1: in.
3: I'm going to find uh, out at this point. Uh, 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 Angel Cuesta, boys. You know you
1: get Questa. The, I haven't fast. had. You know I I picked one up, but I haven't smoked it yet.
3: That's, that's the best cigar they make, in my opinion.
1: Wow. I, I, was, I was thinking the Yagwe or the American, but uh, obviously J.C. Newman is a phenomenal uh, producer of cigars, so lots to, to uh, choose from. So we're looking forward to next week's show. I'm pretty confident, Robbie, we're still having a show. Um, so maybe I'll smoke the one that's on your list and uh, yeah,
5: it, it looks like I'm I'm coming back from a trade show. I fly back in um, uh, next Wednesday afternoon. so I should be uh, I should be locked and loaded, ready to go for the JC Newman episode next Thursday so I can continue this winning streak, Randy because I completely destroyed you. I uh, don't feel bad about yourself. you worked really hard to get here. I appreciate the effort. Uh, one of these days you're gonna figure it out. Um, but thank you again. It's, it's the effort that counts. Uh, this is, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks to the studio audience for voting overwhelmingly in the right direction. I much, much appreciated. Uh, we will catch you guys next Wednesday. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as Odyssey continues.